Actor Anton Yelchin was a 27-year-old talented actor with a bright future. One night while taking a break from his band's rehearsal, Anton went home and was killed in his driveway. The murderer? His own Jeep Grand Cherokee. This week on Devon Entertainment. From Los Angeles. 911, what is your emergency? Here in Hollywood now. Two counts of murder, injury, and death. Oh my God! Shocking new details that has stunned the entertainment world. Um, this makes me a little nervous. The hair stood up on my arms. Just like in the movies. Ah! What do you call this thing anyway? Death in entertainment. Why, hello there. Hello, hello. Good oh. to see you. Oi. Good day. <laughs> My name is Kyle Plouffe. <laughs> My name is Mark Mulcairn. And I'm Alejandro Dowling. And I don't know why I'm doing a, a uh, British accent. We have, to, uh, we have to thank our European friends out there today. But uh, in Italy, we have cracked the top 200 true crime podcasts. Wait, what? In Woo! the country of Italy. Ah, oh, we you like it a podcast, okay? <laughs> it was all our tire jokes. Who could a podcast? Yeah, <laughs> in the uh, Pasolini episode. Pasolini. Tonight's special is uh, Death and Entertainment. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, we're teetering on the edge of two hundred. We're like one eighty, then two ten, then back Th- to one ninety. This will kick us down to two hundred fifty <laughs> or something. This this episode. Viva Italia! <laughs> yeah. And we were talking about this. Germany has David Hasselhoff. Yes. France has Jerry Lewis. Yeah, go on. Italy now has death and entertainment. <laughs> you goddamn right. It's a, a perfect comparison. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you to our Italian friends. We yes. will uh, continue to make you um, around the 200th podcast amount of happy. Yeah. <laughs> Send us some euros if you got a couple extra ones. Yes. We could use it. <laughs> the food or the currency. Yeah. Yes. Send us some Villa Parmesan if you got it, you know? <laughs> and send us some tires. <laughs> yeah, some tires will burn them up over here. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of burning up tires, the air in LA this morning is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I'm big on that. Like, I wake up and you look out, it looks like a hazy, like, you know, yeah, Blade Runner like fucking shit. sequel. <laughs> an ugly blade runner yeah 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 <laughs> if you thought blade runner was not ugly <laughs> what well, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful noir like disgusting you know la- picturesque landscape in blade runner yeah. Yeah. yeah here it looks like i don't know mad max plus pollution <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much it's the end times here in hollywood ladies yes. and gentlemen um speaking of the end times We've got a death today. We've got a death to talk about. We have an end time (laughs) for Mr. Yelchin to talk about. Yelchin, yeah. Poor guy, you know? Yeah. It happens, though. This is the second podcast in a row where legislative changes or corporate changes have had to uh, take effect. Yeah, kind of. Due to a death. Due to a death and due to, yeah, uh, traffic and, you know, NTSB and people driving and stuff. Yes. And cars. This one wasn't exactly driving, though. Yeah. A, a person driving, <laughs> I should say. <laughs> uh, should, could the name of this episode be Driving in Cars with Dead Actors? Wow. Oh, my God. You're already starting? <laughs> I'm coming in hot, baby. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, we got these Italian people, you know, they, they, we want to keep their attention here. <laughs> yeah. <you know? 
They can start watching The Godfather again at any moment here. We want to get to keep them in. We got to keep them in. Yeah, they pull me back in. Pull them back in. <laughs> and this episode is pulling us back in to June 19th, 2016. Ooh. Uh, so, Kyle here, what's going on with uh, with the movie situation right now? With the movie situation, we got the uh, top five here for the pop culture flash. Number five, Warcraft, which I don't remember being a movie. <laughs> it was not a hit in the States. It made a lot of money worldwide, and it was directed by David Bowie's son, Duncan he's, Jones. He's great. He did that, oh. that, that moon movie was amazing with mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell. Yeah, good director. I, is this based off a video game? Of course. It has to be, yeah. I, I don't even know what Warcraft is. It oh, sounds really? like a video game. Like World of Warcraft. Yeah. Oh, okay. A yeah. bunch of virgins get together and pretend to be fucking orcs and goblins and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they, you have to be a virgin to play? Yes. Yeah. 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 Cool guy, Kyle Plouffe, has just walked in the room, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Fonzie over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't stand it. Um, number four is Now You See Me 2. Oh, my God. The sequel that everybody was clamoring for. I know. Yeah. Give me more magic. <laughs> now You See Me. I didn't see the first one. Hello. <laughs> I started watching the original the other day, and that's even unwatchable. It's so stupid. <laughs> They're I... like, we made an unwatchable movie. Let's make a sequel yeah. to it. We got another one in the can, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to love it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't check it out. Just yeah. the exploding charisma of what's his name? Uh, 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 Facebook dude. Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He can really carry a movie. Yeah, he's really starring in a bunch of movies nowadays, too. I know. What happened to him? He kind of went away. He he had like a run of a bunch of movies in which made no money. And no one really liked. They're like, oh, I guess he's not bankable. For yeah. some reason, we thought he was bankable, but he's not. I'm sure some executive lost their life over that or something. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, The Conjuring 2. Wait, what? Number three is The Conjuring 2. That's kind of confusing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The second Conjuring movie is the third most popular movie at this time, which this movie, um, I... I moved to L.A. January 1st, 2016, so I was here for almost six months. I go to see The Conjuring 2, and we go to see it in like the IMAX, fucking super nice. Don't uh, say we. You were by yourself. Yeah, I was by myself. <laughs> Me, myself, we. and I uh, went to go see this That's movie. That's his pronoun, Mark. Yeah. We. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> or ma'am. <laughs> we'll talk about it off the podcast. Yeah. How dare you, they? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so we, we, we're in the middle of this movie. There's a scene where, like, the house is getting haunted and is, like, shaking. Isn't that the whole movie? Pretty much. That's the entire premise of all this series of movies. Yeah, exactly. And my seat's shaking, and I, I think the dude next to me is kicking my seat. I'm like, dude, stop fucking kicking my seat. And my seat's, like, uncontrollably shaking. I was like, what the fuck? He's like, dude, this is an earthquake. This is an earthquake right now. And I was like, wait, what? Whoa. And you could hear the ceiling, like, creaking and cracking. And people, it was, like, pretty intense, I guess. for It was intense for me because it was my first. But there were people getting up and running out of the theater because they were so freaked out. And, like, people screaming and shit. Someone thought it was going to be the big one. Yeah. Well, a lot of people thought it was going to be yeah. the big one. That's what I'm fearful of. So I, like... <laughs> 
pretty much shit my pants the first time I went to go see a movie out here. <laughs> That'd be funny if yeah. you, just, you died watching The Conjuring 2 in an earthquake. Oh, God. And you were at like the epicenter of whatever, like yeah. the Burbank 16 was where, was where the earth opened up. That's where yeah. it was. <laughs> Kyle falls right in. Oh! Welcome to L.A. <laughs> All right. Not that I'm doubting there was an earthquake, but are you sure it wasn't one of those 4DX That's sensory experience yeah. movies? No, were you on mushrooms? or something no okay. no it was a 5.0 <laughs> i believe so it was huh. it's huh. a pretty decent one okay. okay well do we have any independent confirmation of this happening just kyle's <laughs> good old word i can give you some names <laughs> oh wow yeah me myself and i yeah yes. and we <laughs> and they <laughs> yeah uh, all right what else did they see what's next on the list yeah, central not- intelligence coming in at number two which that's the rock and Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that one in the theater for some reason. I did, too. Someone was like, hey, you want to see Central Intelligence? And I I guess I didn't have the balls to say no. <laughs> just yeah. some, so I just some, went. Stra- some stranger in the street was like, hey, you want to see this movie? You want to go see the like that? You want to <laughs> yeah. go see The Rock in a Fat Suit? <laughs> Is that what's going on there? Yeah, yeah. He has like a flashback scene where he was a nerd. Oh, it wasn't even a fat suit. It was like a CGI. Um, oh, was it? Why is that thing? always comedy to be just, you know, someone at a different age in a fat suit? It's hilarious. Fat people are funny. Like, well, I according <laughs> to uh, audiences, I'm saying I'm not, I don't find fat people funny. Fat yeah. is funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's the executive That's one guy at Warner Brothers got killed. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the body in, count is fucking stacking up. <laughs> in fact, not to offend anybody, but I find fat people extremely unfunny. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Kyle, what's number one around this time? Number one, um, you know, finding Dory. We know Out of what all that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know, that's the movie. He didn't even announce the title yet. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? <laughs> that's the movie you wish an earthquake was happening when it was yeah. play- while I was playing. Exactly. <laughs> And that's it. And that's it. How about the uh, how about the music, Alejandro? What's going on around this time? All right, let me just pull it up here. Unprepared. Beep, 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 beep. No, you, I got it right you, here. D- David Spade from those one eight hundred commercials. Holy shit! <laughs> Work from home. Fifth Harmony. Don't let me down. The chain smokers. Don't let me down. <laughs> Can't stop the feeling by Justin Timberlake. Can't stop the feeling. <laughs> Big song that summer. That trolls was out then. Yeah, that was for trolls. Yeah, I guess it wasn't uh, big enough to actually crack the top, top five. five here. <laughs> yeah, jeez, yeah, it had to have moved up or been higher at some point. I guess, or it came out in July. Then we have Panda by Designer. Panda, Panda. Panda. I I like that song. Don't know it. Yeah, it was uh, it was hot out here during the you know, twenty sixteen. So are you saying I was? <laughs> you were in a coma. I'm yeah. yeah. Number you know one. <laughs> number one. One dance. Coincidentally, one is in the title of the number one song. Hello. Oh, wow. One dance. Would you like by that? Drake, featuring Wizkid and Kyla. I just found out Wizkid is different than Wiz Khalifa. Those are two different people. <laughs> Why? How are they not the same person? I don't know. Maybe yeah. they are, and we just don't know it. Yeah, and right now there's Duh Baby and Lil Baby out at the same time. Yeah, it's oh, like, it was like Dr. Dre and Dr. Dre around the yeah. same time in the 90s also. Skinny right. Dr. Dre and Fat Dr. Dre. Yeah. <laughs> Fat is funny, Dre. <laughs> 
Anton was born in Leningrad, Russia, March 11, 1989. Whoa. Yeah, he doesn't look like a guy that was born in Leningrad, Russia. That's the furthest born away subject we've had. <laughs> wow. Does that make a, does that, does that that really make a roll, sentence? That rolls off the tongue there. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I had a stroke. Yeah. Someone was like hitting you in the bat with a head while you were putting together the words for that sentence. Trying for something interesting. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. He was taking a shot. But Even they, if you fail, that's, at least that's you tried. That's true, too. I, I guess it's the um, person... F- Born the furthest away geographically, yes, of what any of the subjects we've had so far, but died the closest. Died the pretty closest, much the, the more the most recent. Hmm. Well, most oh, closest recent to and, us. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I was just telling uh, you guys, yes, <laughs> Kyle and Alejandro, that I often go hiking at this spot. I don't want to say exactly where; someone will kill me. That'll be the next episode. Um, but or they'll want an autograph. It's uh, it's yeah. around Studio City, like around like the Ventura Boulevard, in which uh, in which he lived. Oh. And and which he passed away, but we'll we'll get into more of the nitty grit of that in a minute. Okay, but yeah, he uh, he was the only child. Uh, his parents were professional skaters named Arena Arena Karina, great name. Um, Arena Karina, Victor Yelchin. Um, no relation to Karina Karina. Yeah, none known. <laughs> the Whoopi movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it Karina? No, it's just Karina. Karina Karina. Was it Karina? Yeah. Karina? Oh, okay. there were there were two Karinas in that title. Okay. Yeah, I just remember. Uh, what did you do that movie, Eddie? Um, <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> remember that? Embarrassingly, I also saw Eddie in the theater. That is crazy. <laughs> I'm that's the only the most, one. <laughs> that's more crazy than uh, uh, Sing One. That whatever. I know. because yeah. <laughs> I was a kid. <laughs> do we have a final word on Karina? Uh, yeah, they try to do like a um, a very sad ending, I guess. Okay, so Karina, it was two two Karinas. One she, Karina's she, dead. She was. <laughs> Really? Oh, that's the meaning of the title? <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't know that. <laughs> okay, well, let's get back to you. Well, we can we can uh, delve back into Karina the, Karina. The Whoopi Goldberg the B-sides. Whoopi, yeah. <laughs> Wait. C-sides. Before we get to Yelchin, though, who is the co-star in that, Kyle? Ray Liotta, rest in peace. Oh, rest in peace. Wow. Yep. He got in those classics before he went, you know? Yeah. He was in Karina Karina. Good fellas <laughs> in Karina Karina. That's when I knew he was going to get whacked. Those <laughs> AFI classics, Karina Karina. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to star in a movie with Whoopi. I always want to be a Karina. <laughs> um, so anyway, all that being I digress. Said, yeah. Let's get back on track here. You guys we are a cu- digress. A couple, couple hostile witnesses we got here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're Cato all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so the parents were part of the Leningrad Ice Ballet, which seems like a similar but very classier ice capades kind of thing. Yeah. But in, in Russia. So, okay. Um, but yeah, they were part of that. They're well-known skaters in the country. Um, based on all accounts, uh, Anton especially, uh, the Yelchin family was persecuted in Russia for generations for being Jewish. Oh. So there was a lot of that going on. Yes, they were they were popular skaters and stuff, but the uh, the state, you know, would come after them often for for their religious beliefs. Which is weird because you would think he'd be getting harassed in like an ultra macho country for being in the ice ballet. 
Yeah, you think that, that would that would have been that the main. That just fo- was fine. But it would. It but would, he was Jewish. It, Get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coward. Yeah, it's just like the, the the logic isn't really there. But I I think uh, it's more artistic in Russia to do ice skating. I guess. Okay. They were married partners, though, right? Uh, they they were yeah they were and married. they were partners like they did the show yeah together. They, they did it together yeah so there you go they knew he was straight in Soviet Russia ice skates you <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a little more controversial <laughs> if it was like two men figure yeah. skating together yeah yeah well th- they were two Jewish men forget about it <laughs> <laughs> we do not care about the homosexual part but. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. No. Some weird, like, Stasi guys that just, they have weird input to say. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, even though his parents were super talented, um, they were eligible to go to the 1972 Olympics, but the mm. government of Russia would not allow them to go. Um, because of the Jewish Well, thing. they weren't sure if it was because of the Jewish thing or because they were outspoken uh, against the government and stuff. Mm. So, like, it's we're well, still talking we're still talking about a heavily communist authoritarian government in Russia there. Yeah. <laughs> Look what's happening there today. I know. It hasn't gotten much better. <laughs> Not really at all, actually. Yeah. It's, it's, some would say it's gotten worse. Yeah. yeah. Journalists are, are be going disappeared there and stuff. And yeah. you they've know. tried to poison all the members of Pussy Riot like 30 times. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But Pussy Riot don't go down easy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this pussy's poisoned. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Anton was born with cystic fibrosis. He kept that a, a huge secret, actually. Wow. I didn't know that. No, uh, I think Zach Quinto uh, talked about it later after he passed away. Like he, he just didn't want a lot of people to know that. That's a big thing I've noticed in Hollywood. People do not want their whatever bad shit they have mm-hmm. going on, whether it's chemical dependency or or bad diseases. They just don't tell people. They teeter yeah. on the line of oh, I can be a role model with this. Yeah, and oh no, I don't want to tell anyone because I'll lose work. Lose work, yeah, like Ch- uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, mm-hmm. he all of a sudden he just dies of cancer. People are like what? Yeah, because he d- <clears throat> you don't want to have that stigma of someone who's sick or something because the insurance companies won't insure people who has like a history like that. And I actually get that, like the one that last Oscar nomination he got for that Netflix movie. Who, Bozeman? Yeah, if you knew he was dying of colon cancer, would you really be like, all right, yeah, come do the movie? You would be thinking more like, dude, you should take care of yourself. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah, it was (laughs) like a battle for like four years for him, I believe. And it was, he had filmed at least one Avengers movie while going through treatment. Really? Insane, yeah. Black Panther, was he still like in remission or was he okay then? No, I don't think he was ever in remission. I think he had it and was constantly getting treatments and going back and forth and- like towards the end, he was losing a lot of weight and he did an interview, like a Zoom interview with some media outlet and people were commenting like, oh my God, he's on drugs. Like he looks like shit. Yeah. Oh God. But it was because he was going through chemo and radiation and stuff. Didn't Perez Hilton say something really bad about it or Probably. something? He's like really regrets. I'm tr- a lot of stuff he regrets, I think. Yeah. Aren't people lovely? I'm sure he doesn't regret anything because he's made a shitload of money, but he's got to say, he's like, oh, well, if he's dead, then I'm sorry. Well, that's Hollywood, though. You know, once you're in the public eye, they feel like they can do whatever. Like, paparazzi could just run after you and, like, you know, they could talk whatever shit they want to. Yeah, it's like we talked about in the Anthony Bourdain uh, episode when the guy put out the picture of Asia. Yeah. Making out with a different guy while they're married. He's like, I would have never put it out if I knew he was going to kill himself. Oh, yeah. It's like, shut up. They say that afterwards. Yeah, they, yeah. They, 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 ha, they are, are heartless people that don't care. Yeah, at all it takes someone anything. to die for them to pretend to care. Exactly. Just like 
the Daily Mail when they released the Bridget Fonda photos. Yeah. It's like they're not looking to, you know, give you a nice warm update about Bridget Fonda. Yeah. They want you to say like, oh, my God, look at how much weight she's gained. Well, so they can do some like uh, BuzzFeed, you know, five, you know, five of the ugliest people right now who used to be hot. (laughs) Like that's just like that's their bread and butter. It's just like it's just that's a people magazine. That's what they do. Like people that either look good or really bad. Yeah, that was the 90s like uh, tabloid survived off of like Bat Boy and Kirstie Alley pictures <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah. because because people would be in line at the at the supermarket they'd pick that up you know while waiting they'll like, be oh, like, look she's oh. fat again yeah <laughs> Wait, that was big business for a while Huge, yeah well, literally no pun intended <laughs> yeah like who's skinny this week who's fat this week that like yeah is calista flockhart too skinny now <laughs> yeah and she did that show as a answer to it all called Fat Actress. Did she on Showtime? Like Jennifer oh. like Jennifer Grey did the the nose yeah, job. Exactly. Show. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And that show was actually pretty funny. It's what? on Showtime. Fat actress? Yeah. Really? I'll check it out. Because it's like a Kirby enthusiasm type thing with her. Yeah. Oh, wow. I just remember in the premiere episode, Travolta does the a cameo and she's desperate for work. So she's like, let's do another look who's talking movie. Oh, we, really? we haven't explored all the possibilities yet. <laughs> and then he's like, Kirsty, come on. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I know. Look who she's begging. Yeah. What, what, what wig was he wearing the, that week? The, the yeah. fanatic <laughs> star, you know, <laughs> can boost my career. I've heard someone call his later career moves as travolting. That's <laughs> oh, hilarious. <laughs> Just the overall look he had, like from, from Paris and back or whatever. But yeah. Either way, getting back on track, um, Anton started acting very young. I think he started auditioning and taking like acting classes around like eight years old. He started booking stuff at 10, so it didn't really take him that long to really get in there as a child actor. Two years. Yeah. Wow. Uh, his first credited role is Robbie Edelstein on ER in 2000. Which with, you're a big fan of, right? Which, which I am, and which Deezer D was in, who Kyle had beef with. At the end of uh, end of twenty twenty one in memoriam podcast. Last These year. are D. Yeah, these are D. These are D's nuts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, wow. The beef R- is still going on. R- I- <laughs> yeah, I guess so. The beef is still strong. You know what the controversy? What, what was my beef with him? I think I forget, con- but I I remember <laughs> there was a comment on one of our Instagrams about like Kyle's going after Deezer D. <laughs> <laughs> there might have been a and little thank con- you mark for sticking up for him <laughs> that's hilarious i think sorry, there was Alan. a little no I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry we're digressing again uh i think there was a little controversy that we just wanted to skip d's or d yeah and oh. you were like wait a minute maybe that was it yeah <laughs> oh, good, good yeah, memory yeah. good memory and kyle's like no i want to skip it skip them <laughs> anyone named deezer yeah yeah with a d in their name um anton landed his first movie as a child actor in a movie called delivering milo hmm. um it, it sounds like something a movie that happened but i don't even i didn't even know anything about this is that like a sequel to milo and otis that's what i was thinking <laughs> where they delivered the dead cat no but <laughs> they the, killed like a hundred cats on that production remember no not this movie the, okay i'll give you the log line of this movie this is nuts a guardian angel who has 24 hours to convince a soul that life on earth is worth the effort. The Mm. movie uh, was with Albert Finney and guess who? Bridget Fonda. Speak of the devil. Mm. Yeah. 
Speak of the devil cake. I said, well, uh, I think I said here, one is dead and one is dead on the outside. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> well, Come we, on. We can cut that. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't cutting <Nope>. shit. <laughs> we want everyone to know Mark's real opinion. Yeah, I'm like uh, Perez Hilton. <laughs> that tank top makes yeah. you look fat. <laughs> makes you look funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have an E show. Do these pants make my ass look funny? <laughs> oh I'm going to do the red carpet. That's next. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anton did movies like 15 Minutes, Along Came a Spider, and Hearts of Atlantis with Anthony Hopkins. So this is like his earlier career. Well, he's working with Along the big guns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got Morgan Freeman in there. You got De Niro. Anthony Hopkins, De Niro. Yeah. Yeah, it's a who's who. Uh, the he, cat from Milo Notice. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> We're assuming. And then he did this movie called Jack in 2004. This movie. I saw that shit in the theater. Did you really? Yes. Can I give you the logline of this movie? Yeah. I don't think it's the one you're thinking of, but go ahead. Jack is busy with adolescence uh, when he realizes his parents are divorcing, and even worse, his dad is gay. That's the logline. Not the same movie. Really? I thought you were talking about Robin Williams. No, Jack. not the, this is not the Robin Williams. This is the 2004 <laughs> Jack. Oh, 2004. Okay. Yeah. So they just negated the entire Robin Williams movie. Like, we're going to call a movie Jack, too. Yeah. yeah. No, not Jack, too. Just Jack. <laughs> yeah. Jack also. T-O-O. Yeah. <laughs> what a disrespectful thing to do to a really shitty movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Directed by Coppola, by the way. What? Oh, the, no, the, the, the Robin Williams Robin Jack. Williams yeah. Jack. It yeah. was? Oh, yeah. Holy he shit. did some garbage movies. <laughs> he he produced Jeepers Creepers. I think we talked about oh, that. Oh, well, this oh, is... Oh, yeah. We got to save this for one of our, like, you know, non-episode episodes yeah, yeah, yeah. about his relationship Oh, that'd be with. good. Like, like five five movies that you never thought Francis Ford Coppola had anything to do with. Uh, right. Uh, Kyle also had an idea down the line for something called, like, Career Killers or oh, yeah, Death yeah, yeah. of a Career. Death of a Career, That's yeah. That's good, yeah. You could do... Is his name Victor Song? Is that the pedophile? Yeah. I just want to confirm. Victor Salva was totally supported by Coppola, and he's the one that directed Jeepers Creepers. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Coppola's in it for the money, man. Well, he he produced that movie Wind with uh, Jennifer Grey, where her her nose blew off. (laughs) Right. Death of a death of a nose. Um, Death of a nose. And so Jack, (laughs) he needed another vineyard. I think yeah. so. He just does. Yeah, he like wanted Jack. to add on to the vineyard. Yeah. yeah. Um. They they say that that's the only thing keeping that family afloat is the vineyard actually, and the movies, if anything, are just making it go down further. Like he's doing that Metropolis now, and he's been trying to make that for like twenty years, and it's like three or four hours or something. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. I hate to say it because Godfather Two specifically is probably my favorite movie. Yeah. If his name is on it in the last 30 years, skip it. Skip it, yeah. Drink his wine if you want. It's yeah. all over Ralph's. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you go to the movie, bring two bottles of wine. Yeah, you're going to need You're going to need it, yeah. Wine. <laughs> Watch out for the earthquake, too. Um, so anyway, Anton got a little more prestige when he played a younger brother of a lunatic caught in the crosshairs of a suburban gang violence in the movie Alpha Dog. So, yes. Yeah, remember Love this that movie? movie was so good. Yeah. So sad, the ending. God. Um, it's a really underrated movie. I Anton think. is good. You know, he plays a kid that gets kidnapped in it. He plays yes. uh, Ben Foster's 
younger brother, but Ben Foster's performance in this clearly steals the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is a fucking man possessed. He's insane. Um, he plays basically like a former drug addict that has beef with Emil Hirsch. Um, who's also friends with Justin Timberlake, who's in the movie. Yes. Jesse James, I think, his character's name, Emil Hirsch. Jesse Hollywood or something? Yeah, yeah some yeah, kind yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, it's a real. It's based on a real-life person. Exactly. Um, and who's in jail still. And the son, or excuse me, the younger brother is kidnapped to use as, like, collateral Collateral, yeah, for yes. something, for a drug debt or something. Uh, I have a clip. <laughs> I for, it, This is not even with uh, Anton Yelchin, but it's with... <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't get over how insane Ben Foster. <laughs> is I love in this how movie. we've been digressing the entire episode to talk about everything but Yelchin. Yeah, and now you have a clip without Yelchin. <laughs> yeah, with Ben showcasing Ben Foster's Did acting skills. Did you send skills. me a link? Oh, sorry, I'll I'll do it right now. <laughs> Poor Yelchin. I know. Yeah. He doesn't even make the clip on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he's a very understated actor. Um, I'll say that about him. Um, you don't even know he's there. You don't. Because he's not. Know, yeah. <laughs> well, not anymore. <laughs> okay, here we go. This basically a girl ben, in the face. ben Foster beating up an entire party. Trying to get info about his younger brother's yeah. whereabouts. Yeah, he goes nuts. <laughs> <laughs> He's well beating up like girls, and it's crazy. Yeah, the second person who ran at him was a girl, and he knocked <laughs> yeah, her yeah. the fuck out. Oh, <laughs> anyway, I don't know why. All right, you can cut it. <laughs> <laughs> so as you can tell, Yelchin is great in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's worth fighting for. I came for the Yelchin. I stayed for the beating up of girls by Ben Foster. <laughs> I don't know why. There's another part where he gets fired, uh, Ben Foster doesn't. He just goes, his boss has to drag him out of the office. It's great. It's a great movie. Um, Yelchin is good in it. You know, it's like he's it's, very good in it. Yeah. You're understating how good he is. <laughs> uh, maybe I just forgot about his performance because of that. Justin Foster. Timberlake is really good in it, too. He's, he good, he's good in it. That's yeah. the movie that showed that he actually could act. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, whoa, because he gives a very nuanced performance because he's one of the guys that gets roped into yeah. kidnapping Yelchin. Well, and it, he really bonds with him throughout the movie. Yeah. So when shit gets real. He reacts really emotionally to the situation. Yeah, yeah. it kind of reminded me of that movie Bully with uh, Brad Renfro when they had yeah. to they had to kill someone finally, and it's just like brutal. It's yeah. gross how these kids have to actually go through with it and stuff, and no one wants to do it and stuff. And like that, it, just because it gets it gets ca- it, you know mm-hmm. it has a momentum of its own, and at some point you have to do it. and It's like oh, this is like really bad. Yeah, it's a good movie. Anyone, go see it if you anyone haven't who seen has it. a lot. Yeah, Emil Hirsch was Johnny True Love, by the way. Johnny. Oh, I th- okay. I thought it was Johnny Hollywood. I thought it was John Wayne or whatever I said. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, go check it out. Um, overall, Anton had sixty-eight movies and TV credits under his belt. Wow. <laughs> for for twenty-seven years old, like that is a lot. He was working fucking nonstop. Curb your enthusiasm. Too. Yeah, yeah. He did the TV show Huff also with Hank Azaria. <laughs> Not a lot of people. Know, I tr- I started watching it um, over the pandemic. And Huffhead. Yeah. <laughs> was, You're huffing the huff. Yeah. <laughs> any Huffheads out there? Um, after all these movie, uh, you know, smaller movie roles, TV roles and stuff, he, he bags the biggest movie of his career so far. 
In two, 2009, he got the role of Pavel Chekhov in the reboot of Star Trek that was done by J.J. Abrams. Um, Big role. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about Star Trek. I started watching a little bit of it. I don't know. It's not for me. <laughs> Just Star Trek in general. I had no idea what was going on the entire time. Yeah, it's just like so much going in with those weird monsters and aliens and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck? And is Chris this? Pine is making out with this lady with green skin. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm like, did they forget to? I didn't get take that the, far. the green screen effect. I off? didn't get that far. <laughs> um, but either way, this catapulted him into like superstardom, and um, it kind of solidified him uh, like in the realm of like big time Hollywood actors and yeah. stuff. Um. He still kept with those Star Trek movies. He did three of them uh, eventually, but he would still do like occasional like indie flicks, um, like uh, "We Don't Belong Here," "Burying the X," and "Green Room," which is was I think his biggest movie. Green Room? Yeah. Huh. You don't you don't remember that one? I don't recall that one. It sounds familiar. He two thousand fifteen. It, it's, it's basically. Oh yeah, it's the uh, like British movie. No, it's like uh, it's based in like Oregon. It's like a, like an indie band goes up to this kind of like retreat, you know, and it turns out to be like a neo-Nazi camp. Yes, and they have to like escape. It, this is as brutal as Alpha Dog in some moments, but it's not really a horror. Oh. It's just like a weird scenario that they run into. It sounds interesting. Yeah, it's it's. I would say it showcases his acting the best of anything I've I've seen so far. More than Alpha Dog, more, way more than Alpha Dog, because he's like the star of this in Green Room, and it's like an indie flick, but it's like produced very well. Um, and I think this was the movie that was going to catapult him into some something bigger than what he's been doing. I'm sensing you weren't that impressed by his performance in Alpha Dog. I wasn't. Okay. What? Because <laughs> I actually think you're wrong. I thought that's really where he broke out. Everyone was like, who is this actor? Yeah. Because he was such a like sweet kid in the movie. All right. He endears himself to everybody in that movie, so that's why it's so tragic at the end. I will take oh, your devil's advocate at the end. It's, it really, I cried. It is one of the most brutal moments it, that you can have, really. Yeah, yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. and that's quite a statement. Yeah, well, well, both of them are good. I guess, I guess, what it comes down to is maybe I was wrong, and he's just good wherever he, you know, even in you know, criminal minds when he's in it. I'll um, go with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also worked with Downey Jr. and Charlie Bartlett. Yeah, he did that movie. I, d I did not watch that one, but I guess from all accounts, it was pretty good in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he acted in a short film called Kiss Kiss Finger Bang. <laughs> 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 what? Yeah, he did like, he would do these weird like student films and stuff too. I, he might have been helping out a friend here because it was like a newer director named Jillian Horvat. The logline of this one is the nice guy discovers his dark side when his girlfriend reveals her secret weakness. And what's her secret weakness? Getting finger banged? Yes. <laughs> First shot out of the bucket. Yeah. You guessed it. Wow. I mean, yeah, I, I guess he was doing someone a, a solid there by doing the finger bang movie. I think he liked to do all those dark projects. Yeah. It was a South by Southwest jury winner. Oh, right. All right. It's got five out of ten on IMDb, though. Yeah. Oof. I, I don't think it came out the way she wanted it to. <laughs> a little um, too much uh, finger. In yeah. It. Not, yeah. Not enough bang, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Hello. That's a playoff of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, yes. which is also weird that they're she's doing that like. Yeah, I thought you said it after. wrong, and I Googled it, and I was like, oh, no, that is no, what that is it, really. yeah. 11 minute short film. 
we can agree it's a horrible title. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he also did Paul Schrader's Dying of the Light. This is a piece of <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> With Nicolas Cage. Uh, in oh. 2014, um, yeah, it was written and directed by Paul Schrader. Um, I watched it as like a as like a gag with with a couple of friends. I can confidently state that it was one of the worst movies that ever made. So Paul wow. Schrader is hit or miss. Yeah, I guess so. Because we love Autofocus. Autofocus is great. Uh, yeah, his work with um, didn't he do some work with Martin Scorsese? Like he he wrote Taxi he wrote Driver. Taxi Driver. Yeah, yeah. Raging Bull. Raging Bull, yeah, and some of his newer stuff is actually not that bad either. Right, he did Dog Eat Dog. Yeah. Um, no, it, but he also did. <laughs> he also did not so great movies like the one you're talking about. Yeah, well, this and he did The Canyons with Lindsay Lohan. Oh yeah, that was terrible too. This movie holds an eight percent score in Rotten Tomatoes, which that you know you really have to go out of your way to get something that low at that point it's better to be 0%. Yeah yeah because it's it's pathetic if you're 8%. Yeah, yeah. you get more fanfare. I like like Morbius I think even has a higher score than that. <laughs> it's Morbin time. <laughs> but yeah, it's undiscernible what is going on in this movie the entire time and Nick, <laughs> Nicolas Cage seems like he's on a bad acid trip. Um I have a clip here. An- another one of that does not have Anton Yelkin. Are you joking? <laughs> oh my God. What is happening? Well, this movie is about a government agent who must track down and kill a terrorist before he loses his full memory from dementia. So he's not in any of the clips. Mark's calling him Anton Yelkin. There's a lot yeah. of disrespect towards Mr. Yelchin here today. And he said he wasn't impressed by his alpha <laughs> yeah. dog performance. Yeah. What are you guys trying to say here? Nothing. I'm not a Yelchin head. You you secretly hate Anton Yelchin, apparently. Well, we <laughs> we find out that Mark works for Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you play this clip about Nicholas Cage talking about Anton Yelchin? Anton Yelchin is terrific. I really enjoy that I got to do this movie with him. Uh, he's the ultimate cinematic friend and he's also a badass. It's it's a, it's a friend. Uh, cinematic friend. What is that? He's the most uh, you never know when That's he's a bizarre statement. Yeah. Side where he could really, you know, kill somebody. But at the same time, he has genuine uh, empathy and affinity. And, and he's like, what's that word? Empathy. For, for where does he come up with this, these speeches? He's doing it brilliantly. OK. It, yeah. I mean, Nicolas Cage is just out of his mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clearly. He, he went on that red carpet rant. They're like, oh, where'd you come up with the color for this? He's like, I want it to look like a box of shortbread. <laughs> <laughs> but other times he's like completely lucid. You never know what Nicolas Cage you're going to get at. Yeah. Um, so as of June 2016, uh, Anton had completed the newest installment of Star Trek called Star Trek Beyond, uh, which was about to be released in a month. Uh, he also had six other movies in the can that were about to be released next year. He was crushing it overall. Before he got crushed. <laughs> but... Okay, let's not bury the lead here <laughs> under a Jeep, all right? So, yeah, so we'll get right into it since, since Kyle said that. Um, June of 2016, he was in a band called the Hammerheads. Hammerhead. That, that was his band name, yeah. Fucking Hammerhead. That's Hammerheads. what Auntie Jill, friend of the show, Auntie Jill. Used to call drunk people fucking hammerheads. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this Still fucking does. hammerhead. This fucking hammerhead. <laughs> so that's probably why he called the band that. Could be. It, it had to be. Yeah. Yeah. 
Auntie Jill and the Hammerheads. That that's the band. Oh, <laughs> that's a, that's a great band name. <laughs> I feel like they'd play like Hull or Nantasket Beach or yeah. something. Oh fuck there. yeah, like a Revere <laughs> Beach dude at the casino. <laughs> Before Auntie Jill branches off and does her solo act, yeah, yeah. yeah. she doesn't need the Hammerheads no more. Yeah. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> they were just dead weight. You're not bigger than the Hammerheads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting loose the Hammerheads. I can do this without you. <laughs> Some guy in the audience, where's the hammerhead? <laughs> <laughs> I don't got him anymore. Apparently they're in my crowd, you fucking drunk hammerhead. She takes the Jack Russell playbook. And <laughs> yeah. it's, it's Auntie Jill's the hammerhead. <laughs> Put on the pyrotechnics. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that part. <laughs> Throw on the pyrotechnics. <laughs> I don't want her to murder a hundred people. Lock the gate. Lock the fucking gate. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he played rhythm guitar, bass, and vocals. So he's basically like the front man of this mm. band. So Nice. Him and his band were actually rehearsing on the night of June 21st. They were like had a long rehearsal shift where they were like doing like 10 hours or something. So Anto- They were scheduled. What's that? They were scheduled. No, I I believe. No, because the incident was June 19th. I'm sorry, June 19th. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering what, what you were talking about. <laughs> Isn't he dead by then? <laughs> so June 19th, they, up. they were doing a long rehearsal session. His he, band, not his him. Band. He, yeah, the band with him. Yes. Oh, he was actually rehearsing on the 19th. On the, on the 19th, yeah. Oh, okay. So they were all rehearsing together and stuff. Yeah. So he was like, I'm going to go take a break. I'm going to go uh, back to my house, which he had a really nice house in Studio City. Near William Shatner's. Near William Shatner's, yeah, right around the corner, actually. A lot of funny stuff happens. A lot of comparisons in that because, area. well, Star Trek, they both did Star Trek. They both get, did Star Trek. Yeah, but at different times, obviously. Yeah. And yeah. Anton was married to Nairine for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anton did have a nice pool. I saw that in the uh, oh. the big shot at uh, the the oh. wide shot, if you will, of the Studio City House. Nice. Oh, but so. it did not kill him. No, but what did? Um, well, he went <laughs> he went home, so he went inside for a while. He probably did the shit shower shave or whatever. You yep. know, just got himself fresh and uh, feeling not, better. Not to be crass. Not to be crass, but there you go. <laughs> I think he had to feed his dog, too. So once he was done with, with all that stuff, uh, he got back into his Jeep. He started it up, and then he drove through the front gate that was like 10 to 15 feet behind the street. So think about it like... There's some gates, you know, especially around Studio City, the gate is like right at the, the where the street comes. Yeah. And at the end of the driveway, his gate was like 10 to 15 feet behind the the property line. So he has a gate that in it slopes up a little hill kind of in order to get onto the street. So he gets in his Jeep. He stops after the gate. He puts it, uh, the Jeep, into what he thought was park. And he goes back to shut the gate because you have to shut it manually. He doesn't like have one of those automatic ones where you could just hit a button. Mm-hmm. And it's up for debate whether he was checking his mail or not because the mailbox was right next to like there's like a door gate and then there's like a, a car gate. Mm. Um, and I think he might have been checking his mail also while leaving. Yeah. Because originally I thought he was coming there in driving in and that's and he had to open up his gate, but it was the other way around. He was leaving. Yes. Okay. He parked his car into what he thought was going to be park. Um, and then he went back to the gate to close it. 
And then all of a sudden he looks back and the car is coming directly at him. Mm. And he had no way of getting out of the way and just crushes him directly in the chest against the gate wall. God. Um, That's got to be one of the worst ways to go. Yeah, but like it's just such a slow, weird death where you're like, oh, I can get out of this. It's just a car that I thought I put in park, but actually I put in neutral. That's coming back to crush me. Yeah. And you think you can get out of the way, but it was just like a, like, I think it was just too dark. The The car was quiet. Um, and then he, he just didn't know. Like, usually when you get out of a car and you put it in neutral instead of park, uh, if you're on a sloping enough hill, it'll move. And you're like, oh, yeah. shit, I fucked up. You know? Right. <laughs> I, I've done that before when I was drunk. I remember I... I came to my parents' house uh, when I was like sixteen or seventeen. I had a, I had a couple cocktails that night, and then and then I go inside and I look across the street, and my car is in the neighbor's uh, lawn. Oh <laughs> boy! But I I wasn't on like a big hill, but yeah. it was big enough to actually go back, go across the street, and go up on their lawn. Wow! And then I was like, oh shit! And I just ra- <laughs> I ran and grabbed it and put it back in our driveway. Yikes! That could have went very poorly. Yeah. Yeah, you could have been crushed. Uh, but I wasn't ham- I wasn't a hammerhead. I, I, like, <laughs> I, I was a little buzzed, yeah. you know, but I but, <laughs> but w- sounds like a hammerhead thing to say. Yeah. But with Anton, maybe he had a couple a little bit of wine that night or something because you know, he thought he put the car into park, but there's another side issue with this. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say it's not necessarily his, his fault. fault. It's not that it was hard to put it into park. Yeah, he was alive for like a minute or for so. like a minute. Yeah, he was gasping for breath before he died, and like it, like at least one minute he was alive uh, while he was getting crushed by this jeep, which pressed against his chest. It's just hard. A Jeep is a big fucking car. Yeah. So you don't want to go down to have it crush you like that. And you can't like, he's not like some Jet Li dude. He can't just jump over it in order to get yeah. in the hood. You're just, you don't realize it, but you're just fucked right there. Yeah. He got pinned between, what was it, like a brick post? It was a brick and metal post. Yeah. Yeah. And and a Jeep. It's like, dude, you, good luck. Yeah. yeah. And, There's no getting out of that. And he had cystic fibrosis. So he was, his whole life oh, was yeah. spent. With this breathing yeah. condition. And yep. now, ironically, he's gasping for breath for the last minute of his life. And it's yeah. an oven in the valley that night. Hot as mm. fuck. Even at 11 p.m. Yeah. It's still, like, the, the, it was around 1045 to 11, somewhere in between then. Um, he didn't get found until 1.30. I was going to say, he was there for hours. I think the I hammerheads were like, where the fuck is he? Because mm. he was supposed to come right back. After oh. and they were scheduled to come right back after he did, you know, everyone probably went to their respective houses and and you know got their themselves together. His friends found him. Yeah, yeah. His, his friends went searching around like where the fuck is Anton, and uh, they eventually rolled up to his house and just found him right there, pressed Ugh. against the wall. They that's got to be yeah. horrific for them. But it's too. the type of housing around there. They, it's not like there's. There's not like someone just right next door that's gonna like hear something like that. Yeah, in the they're street, all set back off. There's the not street. a lot of street lights around there, so it's just hard. Like no one driving by would just kind of pop over and be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. So that's why you know it. He waited. He basically waited there dead for like a couple hours till the hammerheads found him. He was waiting dead. Fuck. Yeah. I think he, you know, he was in another dimension. The the waiting. Cost, the yeah. Well, that was a Ryan Reynolds movie waiting. Um, oh, that's <laughs> true. Written by uh, Rob McKittrick. Oh, really? Friend yeah. of the show, Rob. Friend of the show. Right. Shout out. He also wrote Tag okay. and Wedding Crashers too. 
Okay. All right. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Played poker with him many times. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> so anyway, the 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 final cause of death was blunt traumatic asphyxia. Mm. Uh, basically, just being crushed to death. Um, that yeah, and be having that uh, press on your chest for that long. Just uh, it cut off the oxygen to his brain, and he just died uh, after one minute. So it was more of like a slow press than like a crush. Yeah, like there was it wasn't no broken a, bones or anything. Well, because he, there was no broken bones that that I heard of. No, I wow. I think it was just a slow crush. Yeah, like that. Because just think of it's not a huge slope from the hill. Yeah, it's a slight one, but yeah. it's enough of one that you can't push a, no a two ton car off of you. Yeah, or mm. jeep. You like what are you gonna do? The gate was dented, though, if you see the photos. Yeah. So it was enough force to dent the gate. I guess so. Oh, so he was pinned between this metal gate and this brick. Yeah. yeah. Oof. So it must have been some kind of force, too. I guess so. but it, I, Maybe it, not enough to... But that should break a bone or two, I think. I, you're right, but why was the gate so dented then? I don't know. Well, but because maybe... Like it's a big bumper, so it hits part of the gate, maybe also. Unless in the process of dealing with the scene, maybe they somehow that could have been it. it too. Maybe to get him, get him off it or yeah. something. Yeah, I don't know. I I did notice that though. It was dented. Um, but now, if you look at it, they took that gate off, mm. and now there's like a there's like a fence that goes up to the property line now. Is that in some kind of warehouse now? The gate. <laughs> like a museum or like something? Like the Mansfield car? I don't know. That's a good question. Mm. Uh, maybe the, the, the family still has it. The, the family's been very quiet, with the exception of the lawsuit, which I'll go to in a minute. But the family's been very quiet about the death and how yeah. they dealt with everything. It's one of those freak accidents. When you heard about it, you assume he died in a car accident. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Then you heard more details about it. Like, what? Yeah. Well, the, the, the Jeep situation... Um, is very interesting to okay. me because the Jeep at the end of the day is seems to be what caused the death, in my opinion. And I think a court found that uh, this also. Okay. Um, he had purchased this uh, new Jeep Grand Cherokee. Uh, it's a 2015 model. Um, it had one of the newer generation electronic gear shifters. So remember the old Jeeps? You just have to like crank it yeah. on the steering wheel, like in the park or in mm-hmm. the drive. I think a lot of people had complaints about that in issues. It was just too hard for people and it was, you know, it was affecting their business. So they created this kind of little plastic kind of electronic gear shifter. Oh, the one that you kind of like twist? Not a twist, not like the BMW one. Oh, yeah. This is like one that like it's actually you feel you shift it, you know, up and down okay. to put it in park or the various drives. But what happened, I guess they, they started instituting this in around 2012. They stopped using the big gear shifters and went to these electronic shifters. So it's basically a computer that you're just telling to put into these different gears. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were having issues with it since 2012. There have been complaints and stuff. They tried to like fix it and stuff and tweak it, um, but it never really worked the, the correct way. Uh, there was always like some little like tweaks here and there in which... People had issues with it. No big deaths or anything, but not on like a big enough scale for them to decide to change the entire way they were making these Jeeps. So when Anton tried to put it in park, what happened was it shifted back to neutral and he didn't even realize it. There was a noise going off like ding, 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 ding. 
he thought it was just for leaving the door open when he was going to close the gate, but it wasn't. It was actually for the fact that he had put it in neutral and not park. And how are you supposed to know that's what that sound means? Exactly. I would assume it's the it same was the sound. Door yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. They should have had a voice saying, Yeah. It's in neutral. <laughs> they should. Yeah. Forget like a, about the mail. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Fuck. Yeah. Because I, it's such a weird scenario. I would like to see exactly how it played out, like a computer model, because he put it in neutral and he, it didn't start moving enough until it was too late. And I don't know what that cutoff was when he finally realized, oh, shit, it's not even in park. And the, oh, shit, I have a minute to live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have, yeah. No, for real. Like, that's so crazy to be pinned like that and gasping for breath. And he's probably thinking, like, God, this is so dumb. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. I cannot believe this is how this I'm going to die. Yeah, this is how I'm going to die. It, it's just unfair. Yeah. Such a freak thing. It's. I think it was everything that could have gone wrong in that second for Anton Yelchin, like, did. Mm-hmm. Um, Definition of a perfect storm. Yeah, because the incline was just perfect enough for him to not notice. Yeah. And, and it was, like, quiet enough. It was, like, a quiet moving storm that was coming directly at his chest. Mm. And, like, you know, you just don't realize that those little small things can kill you. That, yeah. you, that you don't realize because people are moving fast through life. No, you know, he's he's already running late, probably go back to the hammerheads. And and we've all been there. No yeah. matter what you're running late for, you're not always in your best mind. Yeah, you're running at like 10% of awareness of what's going mm-hmm. on in the world around you for the most part. Yeah, apparently this Jeep was one of 1.1 million Jeeps that had this issue in which the gear would just slip into neutral from park without people knowing. Anton did not use the emergency brake. Whenever you're on a slope, the driving exam does tell you you should put it into the emergency brake, yeah. even if you're putting it in Justin Park. It also helps your uh, transmission if you do that, because it's not all the uh, wear and tear is going on the transmission to put it in park there. Yeah. yeah, I definitely do that. I always did it with my car, even on flat. So I was so used to driving like a manual. Yeah, same here. I, I had a manual did. all the time yeah, where yeah. you know you know how to... Turn the tires in the correct way yeah. and put on the e-brake if you're if you're going to be because in a manual car you have to use it regardless yeah because mm-hmm. there is no park. Um, this is part of like what the the argument is in the 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 legal case with Chrysler. It, at this time it was Fiat Chrysler when Fiat was uh, they bought Chrysler basically. I think it was like an Obama deal where Chrysler was <laughs> got, was was bankrupt and they were going to go under. Fiat came in and kind of revamped all their cars and stuff and, and kind of took over. Fucking Obama. Too big to <laughs> fail. <laughs> this car, yeah, this, no this Jeep had a recall in April of 2016. No shit. Yeah. Wow. A so, mere months before. A notice went out to him. Shit. Chrysler says they sent it. The family and the legal team said there was no trace of this this letter. And this was just a notification letter. Yeah. This was not telling them that to go to the, the dealership to fix it, because that's how they do recalls. Right. They send a letter to let you know this issue is happening. Be aware of it. It's dangerous. And uh, we, we're, we're going to follow up with something that's going to fix it later. So we're sending a way for dealerships to fix the issue. And that letter went out a week after he died. 
Damn. Let, let him know that he can go to get it fixed at at the local dealership. Wow. Perhaps was he going to get the notification letter from the mailbox? Oh, oh imagine. No, but he's is... holding it in his hand like, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I was about to get this fixed. Oh, my God. The <laughs> Even sadder, it's just like a Comcast bill or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> An overdue notice. No, or one of those those sales promotions <laughs> yeah. from Comcast. Like, do you want to, you know, get more uh, Wi-Fi every month? Yeah. Like, wait, what? <laughs> You've been chosen to pay us to upgrade your service. Oh, my God, I've been chosen. It's and a, then the Jeep hits you in the chest. <laughs> oh, God. It's a smart and final coupon. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, tomatoes are on sale. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, well, that was from April, the recall notice. So if he was just wow. opening his mail from that, I think there would have been a little bit more in there, probably. Yeah, but you said it came actually a week after? The secondary notification, uh, letting him know it's time to actually go to the dealership and get it fixed, that wow. came a week after. And yeah. do you think it, like, went to his address? After he died, that's always sad if like deceased receives something like no, that. No, no, the the, the, the parents got it. Yeah, oh the, the parents God. did get it. Wow, like when the limousine was sent for Charles Rocket. Yeah, yeah, the parents. It's just eerie. unfathomable. The yeah. parents received it, but there is a debate. That was what the legal case was about: whether or not um, they they properly sent out the first one, notifying him that this issue was going on. My guess is. He was on a movie set somewhere. Mm-hmm. He his his Jeep was parked there. He wasn't using it. Yeah. And some assistant probably threw it away. Mm-hmm. When you get home after like going somewhere for that long of a period of time, he's probably filming a some indie movie somewhere. Comes back. He's got a big fucking stack of mail. He's like, you know, something from Jeep about a recall. Who gives a shit? He had never gotten this car serviced since he got it. So it was probably he barely even used it so far. How wow. new was it? It was a 2015, and and huh. he, he died in 2016. But you know, he just driving it back to the rehearsals and back. Mm. You know, yeah. Little, yeah. I could see that it's, it's very new, and yeah, there was no reason to. At most, it's two and a half years old. At most, it's no, like, yeah, but it's like because they do the 2015 and 2014. Right. Yeah, that's true. It could have been yeah. if it was later in the year, he could have still, you know, it could have been the year 2016, but he still had a 2015 that was considered new. Yeah. And did he ever notice these issues? I wonder. Like never. Like this he is never weird even and... he never even took it to get serviced ever. Usually, when you have a Jeep like that, you're or, or a newer car, you get like the you know the oil changed at some. Yeah. Point? Yeah. He had never gotten anything done on it, so he didn't. Because he, he barely put any miles on. He's like assuming, wow. oh, yeah, I'm not doing anything with this car anyway. Why do I have to take it to the dealership? Ugh. Jeez. That is something, though, that I think about, maybe because of stories like this. I'm weary about, like, trusting. Whenever I get out of a running car like that, that really makes me uneasy. A car running? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know what I, I mean? I make sure I put it in park. Yeah, I, I like the older cars, I'd feel okay about doing that. I, I remember I I would go to like Walgreens and just leave my Ford Escort running <laughs> outside. You sounded like a real peach yeah. <laughs> in your past. No, I'd I'd leave it and drive and just let it just kind of drift around yeah. and then I'd catch it on the way back. <laughs> You're letting your car like drive into yeah. neighbors' lawns. Yeah, I know. the Walgreens parking lot. <laughs> yeah, I was not good with cars way back when. I I did a lot of damage to cars in my past, but I am a lot better with stuff like this now. So I I don't know. I I would do the same thing he did. Honestly, yeah. If I didn't know. 
that that you know mechanical thing was an issue, which he didn't. You might have used the parking brake, though. I might have. Yeah, because I did have a history of uh, driving manual shift cars, so it's possible. Um, yeah, so in 2018, Fiat Chrysler of America settled with the Yelchin family for an undisclosed amount of money. So okay. they put together this big lawsuit saying that they did not properly notify their son that this issue was out there. Um, overall, Chrysler, Chrysler reported 68 known injuries, 266 accidents, and over 700 complaints as a result of the faulty gear shift. Yeah, they came right out and said um, that Anton's injuries were the first known for, for this shifter, which was complete bullshit. First known death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Death. Yeah. yeah. But no, there are there were known other injuries and accidents. Yeah. 68 injuries and 266 accidents, but the only known death was Anton's. Because uh, as I was saying, this is a perfect storm of everything mm, matching up to kill someone. Fuck. Like, how else, you know, it's usually in this scenario in which you're, you're thinking you put it in park, but you have it in neutral. It's rare that that's going to kill someone. Right. It's going to be a weird thing like me, you know, with my, my neighbor's lawn and stuff. Mm. Like, shit like that's going to happen. But it's rare. That, um, a lot of factors have to match up in order for it to kill someone. You're right. For him to be perfectly in the line like that to yeah. get crushed. Yeah. That's the definition of a freak accident. It is, yeah. yeah. This sounds like one of the stories on, uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw that Spike TV show, uh, A Thousand Ways to Die. Oh, really? People no. People always died in like the weirdest ways. Yeah, this sounds like- This is one of them. Like it would be written mm -hmm. for it. Yeah. yeah. This is like no malice, you know, except on the part of Chrysler. But but they did, I don't know. They sent out a fucking notification, but I think they felt guilty because- in 2016, they took that, that electronic gear shifter out, and they went back to the manual way. Wow. Yeah, and that's happening more and more these days. You know, you have to come to grips with the idea, do you really want computerized vehicles yeah. or smart cars yeah. to do the thinking and driving for you? I personally don't. Yeah, I don't, because it it's another mechanism thinking, mm -hmm. you know, not knowing exactly what you're thinking. I just want to be in full control. Let you me don't fuck up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't want the car to have a mind. I want to mind. be on me. I don't want the car to kill me. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want the car to have a mind of its own. Yeah. You're trying to go to the grocery store and your car's like, I did not kill her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like a T-1000. Yeah. <laughs> I did not kill him. <laughs> I robot for oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. the fans out there. What was uh, uh, 2001 Space Odyssey? What was it? Is it the T or something? T-1000. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. No, that's Hal. Hal, yeah. That's like Hal 9000. T-1000 is uh, Terminator. Terminator, Term yeah. Oh, didn't you say Terminator? No, I said no. 2001. Oh, my Space God. Odyssey. My head cloud. Yeah. It's a neutral. <laughs> so your, your head's a neutral it's, it's right so now. It's so Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's weird timing, though, that in 2016, like, oh, yeah, by the way, we uh, we went back to the old way. Mm -hmm. Like, they already had No that, reason. They already had that in motion. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 pun no pun intended. <laughs> Alejandro's rubbing off on it. Yeah. <laughs> it was before, right before they hit him, it hit him in the chest. You know, yeah. <laughs> you see, <laughs> the idea hit us like a ton of bricks. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we like just... a 2015 Jeep Grand Cherokee. <laughs> yeah, we just had the Yelchin to. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we just had the idea to change <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it took the breath out of us for a minute. I oh, mean, uh, why, wait, who's like, why did you even say that? Why would the guy even say that? <laughs> Um, so yeah, that notice came seven days after his death. The uh, that he should go mm. to 
<laughs> Jeep of uh, Studio City <laughs> to go get it fixed. Oof. Yikes! Yeah, add that to the to do list. Yeah. Yikes. Um, but yeah, he, his uh, his funeral was a huge star studded event. Uh, stars like uh, Zoe Saldana, uh, Zach Quinto, Jennifer Lawrence, Kristen Stewart came out. Um, apparently, I didn't notice he had like a long relationship with Kristen Stewart. Oh, really? Yeah, she said uh, that was her first heartbreak was Anton Yelchin. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought she was with that vampire Batman dude for yeah, a while. Yeah, Pattinson, yeah, for a while. And then, and then cheated then she, on him with the director. With the director, yeah. yeah. And then said, oh, actually, I'm a lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? Um, but either way, the show must go on. Uh, they actually released Star Trek Beyond on... July 22nd, a month after his death. What, are they going to cancel it? <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a nice like uh, dedication to him at the uh, at the top of the movie and stuff and, and inserted into the credits. Um, and J.J. Abrams had said that they will not use his character uh, moving forward. And hopefully moving forward, they also don't make another installment of the Star Trek movies. Well, guess, well, guess what? They have a reboot trilogy. Um, they have a TV show coming Three out. more. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, um, but yeah, this this story I guess will um, have a backstory of what happened to Chekhov. Wow! Yeah, mm. add that to the do not watch list. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's not known what the details will be there, but I doubt the backstory will be he got killed by a Jeep Grand Cherokee. <laughs> <laughs> he got crushed by the starship. <laughs> oh God, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, may, yeah. Maybe. Mark wrote a note. And pass it over for me to say that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll put that in the Instagram. The the proof of that. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, that'd be funny if they do actually have him killed by a robot or some of some sort. Mm. Yeah, mm. by the machine. Yeah, by the. Never mind. <laughs> the Nirvana album. Actually, I lost he, my train of thought. He he died yeah, at twenty. Crushed by the Nirvana. Album. He he yeah. <laughs> he did die at twenty seven. Which Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, he was ah, at true. the twenty seven club. He is in the twenty seven. Jesus died at twenty seven. Thirty three, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was testing you. <laughs> Look at Mister Bible Humper I over know. here. Yep. Actually, uh, my hand was at thirty three. Yep. Jesus was thirty three and a third. Our Lord and Savior died at the age of thirty three. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus and uh, Frank Durbin. Frank Durbin. <laughs> There's got to be then at least a little smidgen of like of amusement on Yelchin's part when he has that last minute realizing he's 27 years old. <laughs> like I mean, I don't know if he's like winking to the stars, being like, "I made it." Yeah, yeah. The jeep's on his chest. He looks up to the sky. <laughs> Coming soon, <laughs> Hendrix, Janis Joplin. I'll see you in a minute. Save me a beer. <laughs> um, well, I don't have anything else on Anton Yelchin. He was buried at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. He was. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's where the uh, funeral went down. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm. Yeah. It's where they also play movies like every week during the summer, which I think is pretty odd. I haven't been, but I heard it's a I, good time. I show people like that's yeah, what they, I've heard too. They bring their blankets out there and they're yeah. like, "This is the best." I'm like, you know, I'm sure if I go there, I'm like, "This sucks." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we're in the city with the Chinese theater and yeah. IMAX. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, so and we're much desecrating people's graves to watch fucking dirty dancing. It's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to bring up Jennifer Grace yeah, nose again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or those short shorts. The walking short shorts. Yeah. As we wow. call them. I can't remember my lines. <laughs> I can't focus on the scene. 
She's got legs. Oh, those gams. Oh, wow. Jennifer, you, got, you gotta go. Yeah, you gotta go. Uh, you gotta. Watkins never seen a woman in shorts <laughs> yeah. before. No. With a nose like that. <laughs> He's never seen a gigantic nose wow. wearing short shorts. <laughs> There's no body. It's just shorts and then a the nose. I have something to, <laughs> not to digress from walking. Okay. But I have something to add about our subject. Yes. yes. I saw that movie. There was a documentary. There is a documentary called Love Antosha. Oh, yeah, yeah. What is that? It's about Anton Yelchin. Oh, okay. And what, that's what's what Antosha? His, that's his name. That's what his family calls oh, him. Oh, that's the Russian version. Okay. Uh, yes. And Nicolas Cage narrates it. Does he? Yeah. Oh, wow. Features a bunch of interviews with all the Star Trek cast, like Simon Pegg, Zachary Quinto, and yeah. Chris Pine. Chris Pine even talks about, on a philosophical level, yeah. like that that was the moment and the way that this really interesting actor, writer, musician dies. Yeah. Like of all the ways to go, you know, it's just crazy to think about. Yeah. Yeah. It could just be more of a kind of a wild death story, you know? Yeah. But he wasn't like a fly by the seat of his pants, like maniac actor. Like, you know, he was just, he wasn't like James Dean, like driving like a crazy person and, but he, car. he did have a little dose of maniac in him, though. Did he? Because they also talk about in detail in the movie that he had a side hobby as a photographer. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so oh, he, God. he would go around to sex clubs in Van Nuys and take photos <laughs> and he would dress those well known where uh, are these sex clubs in Van Nuys the, the, the sex district they put in Van Nuys recently. Yeah. <laughs> he would dress it's like Amsterdam over there yeah <laughs> he would not to go back to the greys but he would dress kind of like the MC from Cabaret and go out with his camera and really yeah, go to like the seediest parts of LA and start taking photos and I have a couple of photos here in the drive Kyle, do you want to describe oh my God. that first one? Um, it appear, appears to be a woman um, with pubes that are way too long, holding... <laughs> In Kyle's opinion, okay. Holding, they look pretty short, actually. <laughs> no, they're like curling up on the top. Uh, no me gusta. Oh, my oh she, this is Kyle's corner here. She's holding an eye <laughs> in her hand, which is um, palm up covering her virgin. The vagina. <laughs> okay. I, you know, I think so. Put very, that very in your pipe and smoke it. Very sexual, you know. Yeah. Okay. Next photo. Next piece of evidence. Um, a gimp and a gimp, and I'm not talking about people with a limp. I'm talking about <laughs> uh, leather sex dungeon leather mask. <laughs> <laughs> The basement of Pulp Fiction, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Wait, this is the Van Nuys uh, sexual I guess. Uh, uh, quarter of Van Nuys. <laughs> I only the- know one motherfucker and they eight one eight. Yeah. Whoa. Okay, next photo. Uh, next photo is very disturbing. Um, don't know if it's a man or a woman. Oh, my God. To be perfectly honest. It looks like a woman because of the gigantic breasts. Yes, but those could also be male. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> uh, appears to have no pubes. <laughs> well, because the legs are kind of one leg. So is the crossed. pube situation is is to your liking. Yes. But yeah. nothing else, really. Yeah, no, nothing else. Okay. Uh, Possibly wearing a mask. 
Oh, definitely wearing a mask. Okay, yeah, I'm, I, I'm maybe I'm too far away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of those like see-through masks that. Oh, creepy. Yeah, like has the um the blush on the it. The blush on it. Yeah. Oh man. Ugh. And they're wearing a blue bandana wrapped around their head with their blonde hair coming out the top, sitting on I don't know what the fuck they're sitting on. A red blanket. A red blanket that's surrounded by a curtain that's shaped like a chair yeah an armchair i don't know what's i mean going I, the, yeah there's some elements of that that like it, it's exploitive well yeah that's a whole nother debate yeah <laughs> don't trash his art yeah that, yeah posthumous don't accuse him of exploiting his <laughs> van eye sex clubs right. this last one doesn't appear to be in a sex club but in someone's house and it appears to be a natural born male um Wearing a dress. <laughs> Kyle, look closer at the face. It's him. Is that him? Yeah. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I thought it was Elijah Wood for he a second. He kind of looks like, like <laughs> Kurt Cobain, but in drag or something yeah. with that wig yeah. on. We'll post this on the Instagram. He, uh, This looks like evidence in like a, a film noir, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right before something this find... person was murdered. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this, you know. So he's an artist. It was an artist. Yeah. His spirit is I'm an, an artist. artist. It yeah. was a very interesting um, mode of art or uh, subjects. Medium. I don't know. Medium. Yeah. 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 Modality. Modality. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he had, his, uh, he had his stuff he did, I guess. Yeah. Hey. Stuff that did him. To each his own, said the farmer as he kissed the cow. That's right. <laughs> Well put, Alejandro. But Love Antosha, that was uh, directed by a uh, man named Garrett Price. And they also directed uh, and edited the Woodstock 99 documentary. Oh, which which is great. Which we're going to... On HBO Max, it came out in 2021. Well, we're not going to push that. We're going to push our podcast, in which we're going to be doing Woodstock '99 at some point. Exactly. And Mark's going to tell his personal tale. Yes, in which Mark was at Woodstock '99. Yeah. Speaking of hot, ooh, that was a hot one. Ooh, that's right. Like 120 degrees there was not comfortable. One of the on a tarmac. Yeah. Yeah. On a (laughs) tarmac. I know. What were they thinking? Yeah. I in the moment I'm just like, oh, I'm a nineteen year old and this is the best time of my life. Um and then I was like, wait a second, it's not. <laughs> it ain't gonna get any better yeah. than this. <laughs> this is so much fun. <laughs> Let's flip a car. Yeah. I want to steal an ATM. I'm still regretting not getting that. But I don't wanna go too far yeah. into the we'll get That's into just a little that. tease yeah. for you. A little tease. We're just tickling you a little bit. A little tease for you, please. <laughs> yeah. Final thoughts. R.I.P. Anton Yelchin. R.I.P. Anton Yelchin. Yes. Not Yelkin. Yeah. Great in Alpha Dog. Not everyone thinks so. Yeah. Interesting I, career. I thought it was a great ensemble cast, and I thought he was the weaker part of that ensemble. Wow. So gonna... <laughs> wow. Double down on that. <laughs> I mean, this is, you know, the end is a place for some hot takes, and that is <laughs> yes. one of the hottest takes Scorching. we've ever had. Speaking of heat. I, I'd have to say. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening on any. Uh, you know, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave a five-star review. Leave a nice comment if you can. Uh, get us up there so we can crack the top 200 in America, not just Italy, even though we love our Italian friends. I'm happy with Italy. Oh, I'm loving it. Yeah, we. I, I want to go there soon. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. Why yeah, let's, not? let's do a let's show there. Address our fans live from the Coliseum. Live, or live from the Vatican. <laughs> <laughs> live from the Sistine Chapel ceiling. <laughs> the, uh, the thank you, Father edition. Yeah. 
Or we can go where they shot the orgy scene for Pasolini. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yes. We'll do oh, a we can pa- go to the beach at Ostia. We'll do a pas- our personal Pasolini tour. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a Diepod tour in the States yeah. and yeah. Europe. In no, Europe. it starts in LA. It goes into a submarine. We go all the way there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're going all the way over there. <laughs> the way Columbus did it. Pack a lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pack your linguine. Yeah. <laughs> Pack a tire. <laughs> yes. If you're listening to this and watching it on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Please. Uh, yeah. Hit the notification bell so you know when things are coming out because people were telling us they weren't getting notified yeah. when it was coming out. So Really? Yeah. That's bullshit. Yep. Yep. Go to Spotify. Go to iTunes and not only just give us five stars, which is great, but also say a couple words because that registers better. Yep. We just got a, a new... Um, review five stars from a friend of the show Maki mcdonough oh nice thank uh, you thank yeah. you Maki mcdonough great Maki initials. mcdonough and the yeah. hammerheads yeah <laughs> that sounds great yeah that sounds like they would open uh for jack russell in the fucking yeah <laughs> <laughs> and this might be a stupid question but i hope auntie jill has reviewed us on all these platforms i don't know if she knows how but uh, we'll make sure she does yeah uh, Set her straight. Yeah, she also had a few requests for the show. I have to go back and talk to her again, but she uh, she has some some requests for okay. subjects of the show. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll, we'll have to we'll address them. We'll have to have her call in for a post mortem one of these days. Yeah. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> and we have we have another uh, person we got to call in for. A po- oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> we, yeah. have- oh, we can't open that crate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, but just you wait. It's gonna be good. Oh, it's gonna be a wild <laughs> one. Yeah. Um, also on Instagram at Death and Entertainment, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yep. Dishes are done. The dishes are done, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. See ya. You have just heard a true Hollywood murder mystery. I have never seen anything like this before. The movies, Broadway, music, television, all of it. A place that manufactures nightmares. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. Good night. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. 